Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Dancing queen, that is me. Welcome in. Anita Marks with you on this Saturday afternoon here on 98.7 ESPN. Um, getting you ready for the AFC and NFC championship games. Uh, that's what we will be talking about predominantly in the next two hours and 30 minutes. Short, abbreviated show because we lead right into your Knicks pregame show as the Knicks get ready to take on the Miami Heat. Uh, we'll hear from Cynthia Freeland. We'll hear from Fat Jack, professional handicapper. We'll hear from Joe Wiz. I was hoping that Moke Hamilton would jump on board. Haven't heard from him back today, but... Uh, wanted to have a conversation with him in regards to the Knicks and just how great this Knicks team has been playing since the trade with OG. Uh, just just sensational. 11-2 since the trade. 7-3 against the spread their last 10 games. Uh, dare I say that he win the Defensive Player of the Year? I wouldn't think that would be out of the realm of possibility. I do expect him to be all over Jimmy Butler today. So, um, so we'll do a deep dive into that matchup. Again, coming your way at 3 o'clock, you'll be able to listen to that right here on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, but more importantly, we've got two really phenomenal football games taking place tomorrow afternoon. 3 o'clock, you've got Kansas City going up against the Baltimore Ravens. And a little bit later on, around 6.30, is the Lions going up against the 49ers. We have uh, Joe and Harvey who are producing the show. Gentlemen, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you? How was the morning show? All tremendous. We... I can't say so for myself. <laughs> Uh-oh. What happened? Uh, Gordon just wants to relocate the Nets, so we spent about an hour trying to figure out where the Nets could play basketball in the coming future. So that was that was not fun for me. He wanted in in where does he want to relocate them to? Oh, every, everywhere from Nashville to Wyoming to the Dakotas to Hawaii to Seattle, Puerto Rico, the, pick a pick a city. And 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 why like why? Why would why would relocating them Just because of the fan base and they're not going to make a dent in the Knicks fan base and the people in Jersey have pretty much disowned them for the way that the Nets have treated their time in Jersey for oh, the majority okay. of their time in Brooklyn. So Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the whole uh Katie, Harden, Kyrie. Plus that Mik- was Mikhail Bridge is getting booed at the free flow line when he's trying to close out a game at home against yeah, the Knicks. But Not a good look. Not no, a good look. No. But uh, but you know, really at, at the end of the day, uh, the 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 Nets took all their chips and went all in, and um, you know they 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 were holding you know not even a full house. They had nothing. So, ladies and gentlemen, the Wyoming Nets. <laughs> um, you know, at the end of the day, it's not about the fan base that makes a team successful, guys. Really, it's it's the front office, it's the players, it's who they draft. So I, I you know, Mikhail Prokhorov. Billy Turner, or Billy King, sorry. Thank you. Joe Sy, yeah. thank you. <laughs> so so that's, that's, what drove, that's what drove the morning show, was, was all about relocating the Nets? A lot of Knicks talk, and that inevitably got uh, 
got us talking about the Nets and relocation, which is you know, it's uh, you know, it's funny. A lot of times, you know, if if you know, I'll be out somewhere and and I'll meet somebody who listens to the station or listens to the show, and so they say two things. They say you never talk hockey. No, here we go. <laughs> What? Why? Why? We never talk hockey. How come you, you never guys talk, talk hockey? hockey? Rangers and you never again. and you never talk about the Nets. That's what I get. I get you never talk about hockey, and I and I say, well, I talk about hockey, you know, when it's relevant, when like, you know, when the Rangers are in the postseason, you know, or are you got? By the way, that um, what is it? The Midsummer? What is it? The Stadium Series. Yeah, right. Where they're where, where both the Rangers and the Devils are going to be playing at at, at uh, MetLife. Yep. MetLife. Are you going to that? I'm debating. I really am debating. Because, mm. I mean, do you really want to be stuck in the cold at MetLife where it's impossible to get out of? To watch? You know, it's fun. But but okay, okay. Here is here is a perfect example why I don't talk hockey. You're sitting going, do I really want to go out there and sit in the cold and watch the Devils or the Rangers? Did you see the people who were, who, who were out there for the Buffalo Bills? Did you see the people who, that were out there for the Kansas City Chiefs in negative 30-degree wind chill? You're not wrong. Well, I mean, then again, oh, my, I, I know, I know, I'm not was, wrong. Like that was, and and like that was a no-brainer. And not only that, they're out there with no shirts on. Some of these dudes. Well, they're not. We're fair weather fans. What can we say? No, but I'm, what I'm saying is that you know my Devils have, are having a down year. The Phillies on are an upstart team. They're, I believe third in the Metro. So I'm I'm definitely thinking about it. I might go, as as, as long as we don't have to see those uniforms after that day ever again. Uh, I'll be okay. So, um, how did, how did, so anyway, I guess, how did we stumble upon this? And, and that's listeners asking me, why do I, why don't I ever talk hockey? And I, I don't, oh, that's how we stumbled upon this. And that is, why do I never talk about the Nets? Listen, I try to talk about the Nets. It's hard. I do. I do. I try. <laughs> it's hard. And then, and then we get no calls. I try to talk about the Nets. Well, we get no. We can, we can, we did an hour and a half on where they should relocate. That, no, 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 no. I, I'm not. That's, that's that's yeah. That's Gordon. That, Gordon can handle that. That's the I, only that's conversation I, you can have. Where will yeah. they move to? We just we just have a few more weeks of football. So I, I'm I'm gonna stay in my football zone. Aww, what are we gonna do without football? I don't oh, know. I well, I no. Well, um, well. At, what's my after, life anymore? <laughs> after at, well, after the Super Bowl, then comes March Madness. I do love March. I I listen. I love our sports calendar. I'm not gonna complain about it. Like. I, and I like the way it all unfolds, right? Because um, after football season, then March Madness comes around. Then once March Madness is over, then the NBA playoffs are starting to, to gear up. Um, we also have the NFL Combine and then the NFL Draft, which is always fun. Uh, and then we get into golf season, which I know you two can care less about. I love. What do you um, mean? Come on. It's a tradition like no other. <laughs> Georgia? <laughs> Sweet Georgia, and then um, and then we have horse racing. We have the Kentucky, and then of course the Kentucky Derby and the Preakness and the Belmont. Uh, that that is in full swing. So, you know, before we know it, summer's here. I'll start playing pickleball outside again. Which, by the way, what, what's 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 the latest with DiPietro and Rothenberg Nothing. in regard to this radio silence? Nothing. They're they're just talking about how they're gonna they're gonna get athletic and they're gonna start practicing and all that. So I'm oh, is, oh, so so let me understand. So this is this is why they're reluctant to give Amani and I a date is because 
they they want to practice and and get into better form. Is that, is that what their strategy is? That's why they haven't given us a date yet. I guess so. My whole thing is this: I don't care about how long you practice or what you do on your off time. I need a date. I need a time. Because mm-hmm. I'm not. I don't want to hear anything about this. I just listen. Hear, I I, I, hear I, I know our I I know our sales department um, tried to get in on this to to try to arrange something. They were hoping to arrange something for February 9th, but. Uh, I haven't heard anything since. So maybe if our sales staff gets behind it, um, it'll it'll force the issue. Do you really think so, that that sales and money is going to motivate them to pick a day? Come on, they're rolling uh, though. They don't care about it. Well, one well, of them if, is. Yeah, one of them is. Yes. <laughs> well, if the if the if the if the station is going to make money because of this event, and they say to Dave and Rick, who are employees. We need you here to play. You're, are you going to say no to your employer? Rick has been saying that the only reason he won't pick a day is because he can't. He can't think that far ahead. He that's, come on. He doesn't know that's what. Redi- to, that's ridiculous. That's just. Can we just. I. I. But. Th- but that's just ridiculous. I agree. With who you. lives their Who lives their life that way? Well, apparently, Rick. It's just. It's an excuse. If you're scared, say you're scared and. I think they're scared. I think they're scared to play us. It's fine. It's all right. Are you, are you losing? Eventually. 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 Are, you, are you losing hope or or no? I just again. I just. I. I don't think it. Listen. I would. I want nothing more. Every time. Whenever I. I step onto a pickleball court and uh, and I'm playing with people who know me or know the station or listen to Rick and Dave in the morning. It's, it's the first thing they say. When is this? When is this match going to happen? When is this pickleball match going to happen? By the way, we're going to play best of three. So it's not like one and done. Ooh, you lose. It, it, you know, we'll do best of three, um, which, of course, we will sleep, sweep them 2-0. Um, so there are people out there who want this. I mean, if I had a, if I had a I'd love to charge people. The, like, like, people want to come and see this. So, I mean, it's a thing. And I keep on telling people, I'm just waiting on a day. I'm ready. Like, I'm ready. Got my duper score all, all set. I am ready. Just waiting on a date, fellas. Waiting on a date. Anyway, we do have a date tomorrow. Uh, and that is Kansas City going up against the Ravens. Game one at three o'clock. And then, of course, later on, the Lions and the Fort. Which, by the way, don't you think you saved the best? And, and I get why it's that way. Because San Francisco's out west. I get it. I get it. But, like, I'm probably more excited about Kansas City and the Ravens than I am the Lions and 49ers. Are you guys with me? I've always thought that they flip-flopped it, that the NFC would start first one year, then the AFC the next year they would start first at 3, 3 p.m. I thought they always flip-flopped no. like that. No? I, I, mean, may, I mean, possibly. I, I, just, I, I think this is a location play. I think this is a location decision, you know, considering that San Francisco is hosting and they're out there on the West Coast. Because I remember when the, the Niners hosted the Giants in the NFC Championship game all those years ago, they started at 6.30. And the Ravens and Patriots was the early game that same year. Right. I don't question the NFL scheduling situation. They do this for a reason. They've probably crunched the numbers down to a fine powder in the last decimal point. So I'm not questioning the football scheduling gods. Um, th- there's a lot to dive into it with with both these matchups there's a lot of storylines here uh, we're going to do we're we're going to we're going to do that with you uh, for the next hour and 15 minutes uh we'll open up the phone lines 800-919-3776 so we'll talk 
about the two games uh, coming your way tomorrow. Um, we'll talk about the Knicks getting ready to take on the Miami Heat. That pregame show comes your way at 2.30. Um, also, I, I, I think we should talk about Bill Belichick and the fact that uh, there's a really good chance that he will not be coaching a team in 2025 and what that potentially might mean uh, for, I'm sorry, 2024, and what that potentially might mean in 2025. Also, talking about pickleball, you guys see Zach Wilson's pickleball skills? Did you guys see the the, uh, the the viral video of Zach Wilson playing in a pickleball tournament? Is he good at that or no? Yes. I think he has a future then. Did you? <laughs> Is he more talented at yeah, pickleball too bad, too than bad the Jets, football? Too bad the Jets don't add a, a, own a professional pickleball team. You know, they could they could have just maybe transferred his contract. He definitely be worthy of the two pick that. I wonder if one. I wonder if Woody I wonder if Woody owns a, a professional pickleball. By the way, great investment. I want to say LeBron James, KD, Tom Brady. I want to say they bought like I, I think they bought into this professional pickleball league. I think they spent like a million, a million, two million dollars a team, and I think each team now is worth like twenty, twenty two million dollars. Talk about return of your money. Ridiculous. So not I guess sure if we Woody... know Zach's retirement plan. The Brooklyn Aces, what are you talking about? Well, that's that's what KD owns. Yes. But LeBron owns a team, Brady owns a team. So um Anyway, not sure if Woody Johnson owns a team. They could just transfer that contract. Good thing they drafted him where they did in the NFL. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. I do want to spend some time talking about game number one, and that's uh, the Ravens going up against the Kansas City Chiefs. Again, kickoff is at 3 o'clock. This line opened up at three. It's now up to four, and the over-under is 44 and a half. Uh, I can't stand the fact that the line is at four. Can't stand it. So um, it opened at three. I got it at three. I actually bought the hook down, so I actually have the Ravens minus two and a half, but you're not going to see that again. Uh, a few reasons why. The Ravens, well, they're the healthier team right now. They get Mark Andrews back. And keep in mind, they've been working with the other tight end, Likely, Isaiah Likely, so now he's had some time and some experience under his belt without Mark Andrews there. So now uh, you've got Lamar Jackson with chemistry with both excellent tight ends. I wouldn't be surprised if we see this Ravens team play a little 12 personnel. What does that mean? Two tight ends uh, on the field at the same time uh, going out for passes. Very similar to how uh, we saw the Patriots utilize Gronk and Aaron uh, Why am I Gonzalez, right? Rodriguez, Hernandez, Aaron Hernandez. So um, 
So first things first, offensively, Ravens getting healthier with Mark Andrews, also getting healthier on the defensive side of the ball. They get Marlon Humphrey back as well. As for the Chiefs, they are getting less healthy. Uh, It looks like all-pro guard Joe Thune, who's the number one pass-protecting guard in the NFL, a win rate of 99%, uh, not likely to play. Yeah against this Ravens defense that leads the NFL and NFL sacks. Yeah, good luck with that. And then on the defensive side of the ball, Willie Gay is the dude that Spags, the defensive coordinator, utilizes as the quote-unquote spy. Wink, wink. Um, And that's what teams need to do when you go up against Lamar Jackson. You need somebody to shadow him. You need somebody to spy him. And it looks like Willie Gay potentially won't play either. So keep an eye on that as we get closer to tomorrow. And of course, the active inactive list comes out about 90 minutes before the game. If no Joe Thune and no Willie Gay, uh, that that's some some big issues for, for the Kansas City Chiefs. And even if they do play, obviously they're not 100% if they're being considered to not suit up and play at all. So there's that. The Ravens are the healthier team. Uh, the Ravens on the defensive side of the ball, much better than the Dolphins and the Bills. You know, guys, we've been doing the show on Saturdays for quite a while, and you know how I have felt about the Dolphins and and the uh, the Cowboys. Pretenders, not contenders. All season long, we've said, who have they beaten? Granted, they don't pick their schedule. The NFL does. But nonetheless, when you go up against teams that are above 500, when you play them, okay, when you go up against, when, when, when out of, out, the Miami Dolphins and the Dallas Cowboys combined, Combined, those two teams only beat an, a, an opponent above 500, I think, once or twice this season. Combined. So, uh, and what I mean, in, in, in above 500 at the time that they played that team, not at the end of the season, by the way. So, um, I, I, I just, I always felt that the Cowboys and the Dolphins were pretenders, not contenders. And sure enough, uh, it, it showed. Because this is a Kansas City Chiefs team whose offense was... Nothing electric. Let's be honest. Travis Kelsey was a shell of himself this season, and the Kansas City Chiefs had the most drops of any team in the NFL. Um, they and, and of course they are, they were not putting up the the number of points that we've seen the Kansas City Chiefs put up. I, I think it's smoke and mirrors right now in regards to what we've seen from the Kansas City Chiefs, considering that the Dolphins and the Bills, their defense, both those defenses were really injured. And could be had, not this Ravens defense, third in yards per play, first in yards per pass. So this will hands down be the best defense that Kansas City will have faced all season long. And I think they're going to have some trouble. So, uh, but a big reason why I'm not going to lay the four with the Ravens. And again, thrilled that I got them at three and bought them down to two and a half is because Patrick Mahomes. Got to give credit where credit's due. With all that and all the reasons I just said that, you know, for me, it's a lean towards the Ravens. I think the Ravens win this game. But do they cover? I just don't, you you just, you know, Patrick Mahomes has done magical things. There's a reason why many people feel he's the best quarterback in the NFL. So, you know, am I worried that Patrick Mahomes, you know, does some incredible stuff in the fourth quarter? and gets that backdoor cover where the Kansas City Chiefs lose, but they only lose by three, I wouldn't be shocked. I have true conviction that the Ravens are going to win this game. 
But never underestimate Patrick Mahomes. That's for sure. So, so like, how I envision this game playing out is, I think the Ravens come out. Uh, they're at home. Again, they're, they're rested. They're healthy. Um, all the things. And I think they go up early. And they probably go up by 10, maybe 13 points. Wouldn't be surprised if they go up two touchdowns. And then I could just, I can see like, like an insane fourth quarter where Patrick Mahomes is, is, is trying to play comeback. So that's, that's kind of how I, you know, we're, we're like on the edge of our seat down for the last, last possession by the Kansas City Chiefs. Can Patrick Mahomes do it? That, that's kind of how I, I see this playing out. Um, so how am I going to play this? I'm going to go Ravens in the first half. And you can get that at minus two and a half. So Ravens just have to go in at the half up by three and you're a winner. And that immediately gets deposited into your account. And now you're playing with house money. Yay. Um, I'm also going to play the Ravens up at the half and winning the game outright. No spreads involved. Just Ravens are up at the half. Ravens win the game. And those two things have to happen in order for you to win. And you could get that at plus 110. And then I'm also going to go team total over 23 and a half points for the Ravens. I, 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 think, they, I think they score at will here. Um, and and I, I think they go up by a lot early. I think game script is, is going to be pretty, pretty rock solid. And, and I, I think they find the end zone. So there's a bunch of prop bets that I like in this as well. We get back, I'll share those with you. 800-919-3776. Curious to hear... Uh, what you think game script how do you, how how do you envision and, and and by the way a lot of times like um you know when when i when i'm handicapping a game or i'm thinking or i'm trying to i do my analysis i do my research and then i i envision how a game is 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 going to play out in my mind and that helps me in regard to the wagers that i make so i'm curious how do you see this Kansas City Ravens game playing out when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. I've always had a ton of respect for him. From the time he got in the league on, he's playing good football. He's been doing it all year, and he's just carried it into the playoffs, yeah. The league is lucky to have these young quarterbacks that are that are so good, talented. They've got a good team around him, and he's good. And so you, you figured somewhere we were going to be playing him once or twice. Andy Reid, talking about Lamar Jackson. It is a good time in the NFL in regard to quarterback play, isn't it? I mean, I mean, listen, there was a time where, oh, it was slim pickings. Well, it depends on where you are, yeah. What do you mean? Well, it's, 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 not, that, it's not that good on this side of the, of the pond, you know. Well, no, I, <laughs> I, 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 I understand that. I'm just saying... As a whole, as a, as as a as a whole, there's like I don't I think one could argue that this might be the best decade of quarterback play in the NFL. 
in what? regard to in, in regard Ever? to in, in regard to not to quantity quantity of good quarterbacks ever possibly Ooh. possibly i think the yeah. 80s would like a uh, a word yeah i think the 80s might want to talk to you okay but uh, listen i'm i'm with you i hear you the 2000s, dan marino the 2000s i hear you dan either. marino and elway and jim kelly and those guys but i'm i'm talking quantity you know you i, I think you had a handful quantity wise I, I think I think we've got. I don't know the early two thousands too hard. Yeah, the two thousands were were pretty nice. Okay, all right, go ahead, go ahead. List some list. How many? List them. Brady, Brady Manning, Roethlisberger, both Mannings, Rivers, <laughs> both Mannings, both Mannings. Hey, Eli's mm-hmm. got two Super Bowl rings. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Drew Brees is pretty good. That, that's that's why that's why it's a debate whether or not he's going to get in as a first time Hall of Famer, right? He will. Okay. I think that bust is already uh it's already there. They're just, just shining it up. Yeah. Unveil it. <laughs> but you understand that it's a debate, right? Yeah, it shouldn't be, but I get why it's okay. a debate. Okay. Um But you're saying right. you're saying this that this time, this era. I'm saying this I'm saying this era of quarterback play I think might I think it I I think it could be the best or at least compete in regard to quantity, right? Josh Allen. A lot of people like Tua, I don't, but you know, bottom 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 of the of the above average, okay? Lamar, Burrow. Um CJ Stroud looks extremely promising, right? Um, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert. I can't wait to see what Harbaugh is going to do for Justin Herbert's career. Right? Give it a um, year. Matthew Stafford. Um, Love looks very promising. After like the, the tail end of this season... And the postseason, he looks promising. I don't know. I just I I feel that we have some pretty pretty solid quarterback play, um, when they can stay healthy. But nonetheless, uh, do you guys you guys have do you guys do that talking about game script heading into the Ravens Kansas City game tomorrow? Do you have like do you have an idea of like how you think this is gonna? Well, first of all, who do you guys have winning? I have the Ravens winning. Uh, right. I do think they they win by more than four. It is a tough line. I was that that would that would scare the hell out of me at that, at four points. But I just think that loss of Joe Thune is massive, man. Plus the fact that their weapons aren't that hot against a Ravens secondary that's pretty good. It's a it's a brutal test. I just want to see how Mahomes can maneuver out of the pocket and make plays against that rush. Uh, Joe, who do you have winning? Mahomes. I'm not betting against Mahomes. Not really? You've got Kansas. You think Kansas City's going to go into into Charm City, into Baltimore, and win? 31-28. Wow. Kansas City. I'm not betting against Mahomes. Well, How many times have we said the same thing about Brady? Who does he have to throw the ball to? Look at this poor offensive line. Look at how good this defense that he's facing. doesn't matter. It's Patrick Mahomes. He's going to go in, and he's going to win. So Joe's saying take the four and run. Uh, let's go to Danny in Long Island. Danny, welcome in. Good afternoon. 
Good afternoon, and I would say, yes, we have the best about a quarterbacks, but we also have to agree that the rules have changed to make that level of play the way the game is being played. You can't take anything away from guys in the 70s and 80s who were getting four-on shivers across the head, and they weren't uh, calling penalties. But anyway, let's, let's deal with tomorrow. You know what? I, I like the Ravens. I agree with everything you've said. Uh, this defense humiliated the 49ers in their own home turf. They, I think they beat the uh, Detroit Lions pretty pretty convincingly as well. They are a physical AFC North football team, and a lot of finesse teams aren't prepared for that level of physicality. It's like fighting Mike Tyson. You have a plan, so you get punched in the face, and you just, you, you're just not used to that level of intensity, and teams can't deal with it. But, but however, when the co-host there says, don't bet against Patrick Mahomes getting four points, I can't argue with that either, Anita, because you got a guy who does nothing but win in his career, and uh-huh. he's got very little surrounding him. He's getting points, so you say, yeah, I think the Ravens are going to win. I would be shocked if they don't win, but if, if I'm getting Mahomes in four points, I, I don't think you could... I, I, I don't know if I could pass it up. So I might take a play where the Ravens just have to win the game. I believe that these, I, and, I, and I believe the game script is going to go as you said it. And I believe it's sort of like the second game as well, where San Francisco and the Ravens, they're going to score. So can the other defense, other offense keep up a little bit? I don't believe they can. I think it's a game where you're looking at a lot of points being scored and they just can't keep up because, the, you know, people, are criti- people love to talk about Lamar. And I've seen Lamar twice a year since he came in he is twice as good as he used to be he he wasn't a great passer he wasn't a great pocket passer he would scramble to run now he scrambles with his head up looking to throw the ball downfield and that combination with his natural running ability is just unbeatable he is far and away right now playing at the top level of his game and i think they win the game but man when you talk about mahomes getting four points there's something tasty about that concept yeah, I, I just and Danny, thanks for the phone call. I appreciate it. I, I just I just don't have true conviction on one side or the other, right? Like I can see this being a game where at at the end of it, uh, the Ravens win by ten or thirteen points, and I can see this where Mahomes pulls these heroics in the fourth quarter and he covers, and they only lose and, and they only lose by three. So, uh, you uh, you know, I, either I, I could see it going either way. And and obviously my dogs agree with me. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Let's go to Brian in Melbourne. Brian, welcome in. Hey, how you doing, Nita? Um, I'm great, thank you. I'm a big I'm a big Forty Nine fan, but you said hey. a thing about Eli. Hey. Eli. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay, we good. Hello. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I'm just I'm trying to I'm trying okay, to pipe okay, down. Okay. I'm trying to pipe down my dogs. Brian. I know. Okay, yeah, Eli Manning is definitely a true Hall of Famer to take two teams that were wild-card teams on the road, no home games, and win it all twice and beat Brady twice. Come on, man. You got to give it to him. You know, I I hate him, but I got to respect him. I got a healthy respect for Eli. And I do agree with with, uh, Joe saying about uh, Patrick Mahomes. Hey, man, until you beat him, I'm going to believe in Patrick Mahomes. He's great, man. He's definitely great. Uh, here's the thing, Brian. Thank you for the phone call. I appreciate it. Listen, I I, I love Eli. <laughs> I'm I'm probably one of the I was I've been one of the biggest Eli supporters. I do. If I had the vote, yes, I would put Eli in in Canton the first go around. Absolutely. I'm just making the point that that's that's actually a debate out there. 
it's actually a debate out there that he doesn't get in with his first go around. So, so obviously if it's a debate, there are people out there who don't believe, um, that he's a for sure first ballot hall of famer. I would vote for him, but there are quite a few people out there who would not. Let's go to Tim in New York. Tim. Hey, Anita. Thanks for taking the call. Thank you. um, Anita, a couple of things. I I love the idea um, of you guys doing your pickleball. I think you guys should try to find a venue and make it a charitable benefit um, while you whoop their behinds in two straight games. Um, Secondly, I think um, I was just kind of getting back to you on who you think the Knicks should pick up in the draft. Oh, I, I haven't. Tim, I am. I Tim, I am. I am. I am, I am knee deep uh, in in Super Bowl. You got. You got to swing back with me on that one. I bet on the draft. I meant free agency for the sure up the bench, uh, either backup point guard or another big with Mitch down and uh, ten and ice with I heart. So I just uh, that was my. Yeah, I was driving in the traffic. I'm. I'm. I'm curious. I'm curious. You know what? Like some some reports, I hear that Mitch Robinson will return at some point in time this season. Um, you know, and and let's give credit. And Tim, thanks for the phone call. Let's give credit where credit's due. You know, Hartenstein with Mitch Robinson out and them trading for OG Hartenstein. He's averaging 12, 13 rebounds a game. Like that was his role. Was just like you know a beast on the boards, and it worked. It was wor- it, it's been working, Avi. So, you know, when does Hartenstein come back? And uh, that's why I wanted to get uh, Moke Hamilton on the show. Unfortunately, he texted me actually uh, about 30 minutes ago and said that uh, unfortunately he could not make the show today, uh, and he apologized. But, um, you know, I'd like to what, – what are you guys hearing? Are you guys hearing any – what are you hearing on Mitch Robinson? I, I'm, some reports out there is that there's a possibility that he could return uh, before, the pre- before the postseason starts. Are you hearing the same thing? Uh, kinda. But I mean, for the meantime, Isaiah Hardstein's a bit out. I don't think he's gonna. I mean, he might play today. Who knows? But they still got OG who could play the five. Julius Randle who could play the five if they really need to. Center is the least of their worries. They're not. They're not. You know, they're still handling themselves in, on defense. They're doing fine. Yeah, listen, they're doing better than fine. They're eleven and two since the trade. They're eleven and two since the trade. They're doing better than fine. Which, by the way, if you guys recall. Do you remember we went on air right after the trade took place and we opened up the phone lines? How do you guys feel? Good, bad? Who won this trade? And it was like maybe 50 to 60% that felt that the Knicks gave up too much for OG. Do you remember that? You remember I, that I show? Do, I do remember that because they, right? they loved RJ. They loved Emmanuel yep. quickly. Yep. But that's why. That's oh, why we I, haven't seen we haven't seen the ceiling for, for, for was it quickly or, or, or Barrett? Maybe Barrett, I think, right? We haven't seen the ceiling for him yet. There's a horrible trade. What are the Knicks doing? Yeah, how do you feel now? 11-2 and two since the trade. Let Let's Leon t- cook. What did you say? Let Leon cook. There you go. Let's go to Teddy. Teddy, good afternoon. Hey, Anita, how are you? I just got a, a quick uh, question here. want your thoughts on this. Uh, I, I'm a 49ers fan. And as a Niners fan, I think I'd rather see the Ravens again in the Super Bowl just because we played them. And I think Shanahan and those guys can scheme up, look at the videotape, and figure out a way to stop them from seeing them once before. I, I'm scared to heck 
about Patrick Mahomes, seeing him in the Super Bowl four years ago and just seeing what he's been doing these playoffs. The guy just has the magic. He's the next Brady. I mean, uh, what do you think? As a Niners fan, should I rather see the uh, want to see the Ravens or the Chiefs? And, and thank you thank you for getting me on here. Enjoy the games this weekend. Wait, wait. Time, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. Who, who do you think is the next Brady? Who does he think is the next Brady? Mahomes. Who did he say? Mahomes. Oh, he thinks Patrick Mahomes is the next. Is I think Patrick Mahomes is better than Tom Brady. Um, oh, well, really? I don't think he's the next Brady. I think I just think I just think he's Patrick Mahomes. So, um, yeah. Listen, be careful. Pick your poison. I, I th- this 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 Ravens team, man. They check all the boxes. They can they could run with the ball, and keep in mind they're two, they're, they're down two running backs. They're down two running backs. And they're, they're, they still have one of the most lethal rushing offenses in the postseason. Um, they run the football. Lamar Jackson with Todd Munkin now as the offensive coordinator. They could pass the ball effectively. Um, Lamar is averaging two touchdown passes a game, let alone rushing for almost 100 yards a game in the postseason. He's ridiculous. Um, defensively, they get after quarterbacks. They're good against the run. They're good against the pass. And then Harbaugh comes. He's special teams coach. Was the special teams coach with Andy Reid, by the way, in Philadelphia when he got hired by the Baltimore Ravens. So uh, Joe wants to talk about Eli Manning being a first-time ballot Hall of Famer. We get back. I'll Joe, you will be first up. Um, it is a conversation that I know folks like to have. Uh, on these airwaves, 800-919-3776. Also, when we come back, I'll share with you some of the prop bets that I like in this Kansas City Ravens game. And since we're talking about Eli Manning and we're talking about the Giants, uh, I, I do want to mention something that I feel about Bill Belichick. Now, if, if you're following the coaching carousel that's happening, Bill Belichick interviewed twice for the Atlanta Falcons job and was passed up. So he's out there right now, doesn't have a home. Reports are Washington's going to go with Ben Johnson. Um, Seattle fired or made uh, Pete Carroll exit the coaching seat because they want to go younger. So obviously going with Bill Belichick, who's 70, if not older, isn't necessarily younger. Um well, a little younger, but not like I think what they're what they what they were intended to do. Um, are the Jets and Woody Johnson still kicking the can? Could the Bills consider Bill Belichick, or do you think maybe he sits out this year, maybe gets some you know cushiony network job somewhere, or maybe he goes and he helps his daughter coach lacrosse, uh, you know, in 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 the Baltimore Maryland area and waits for a great opportunity in 2025. Uh, but what opportunities will those be? When we get back, I do want to dive into that. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Bill Belichick interviewed twice 
for the Atlanta Falcons job that now is going to Raheem Morris. Bill Belichick did not get called to Seattle. He did not, as of date, get called to Washington. Could he still enter into those conversations? Conceivably, yes. We're well on into these coaching searches, and to my knowledge, neither team has called so far. So that seemingly would indicate that this coaching cycle will fill up without Bill Belichick. Falcons owner Arthur Blank really liked Bill Belichick and would have supported that hiring. But it's beyond just one man. This is a collaborative hiring effort. Adam Schefter talking about uh, Bill Belichick. I would imagine, and and I'm going to go back. I was working for the Giants, part of their broadcast team, when Tom Coughlin was fired. And there was a real good chance that Tom Coughlin was going to get hired by the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay? Um, He walked in there and put together, and and again, this is what was reported to me. Okay? Um, He walked in there and he had a, a legal pad with... All the necessity thing, necessary things. Um, the only way that he was going to accept the job is if the Philadelphia Eagles checked every one of those boxes. And when you're when you've been around the league that long, and Bill Belichick has, you know, developed and has designed and has engineered a, a certain organizational culture at the New England Patriots, um, I'm sure he's expecting to do the same wherever he goes, right? And so. Somebody like him can come in and um, somebody like him could come in and be like, this is what I demand. My record speaks for itself. By the way, he's 26 wins away from tying Don Shula's all-time winning record as a head coach in the NFL. That's why, by the way, that's why Bill Belichick isn't like riding off into the sunset right now. He wants to surpass Don Shula. So he will coach again, people. It's just where and when. So as opposed to, let's say, like, you know, a, a, a young buck coach who has no experience, who, you know, like a, like a Ben Johnson, you know, Washington, Washington, let's say he goes into to Washington, he's going to come in and he's going to have a list of demands, but, you know, it's going to be negotiable because this is his first head coaching opportunity where somebody like Bill Belichick and somebody like um, Tom Coughlin, I would imagine are going to come in and be like, this is what I need and this is what I want. And if you don't check all the boxes, well, then this job isn't for me. Um, so, that's and, and, and that's difficult. I, I think that's in this day and age, I think that's difficult for an organization. I think that's difficult for an ownership group. I think that's dif- difficult for a, another thing, a general manager. General manager is going to want control. You think Bill Belichick is going to go into a team and not have control when he's had total control in, in New England for so many years? So I think it's I, th- I think it has to be a unique situation for a team to hire Bill Belichick. And again, I, this is just my own two cents. It's just my own two cents. So with that being said, if Washington goes with Ben Ben Johnson, and that's what's being reported, Seattle's looking for somebody younger, maybe somebody who's still a coordinator right now that's still participating in the postseason. Doesn't look like the Jets are going to derail. Doesn't look like the Bills are going to derail. So does he take this year off and maybe in 2025 wait and see what happens with Mike McCarthy and the Dallas Cowboys? But could Bill Belichick... Co- coexist 
with Jimmy Jimmy Johnson, uh, Jerry Jones? I don't think so. But one thing I do know, Bill loves the Giants. Bill loves the Giants. And I could see Bill coming in here and getting along with John Mara and Steve Tisch. So I'm just throwing this out here, folks. Giants fans, you know, I, I just, I, I see a season where, especially after how things went down this year with Brian Dable, um, is Brian Dable already, just hypothetically, I'm, just, I'm not a drama queen here, I'm just, I'm painting a picture. If Bill Belichick does not get a head coaching job this year, and he's on the market for next year, and God forbid... The Giants struggle yet again. Could the Giants organization be a realistic landing spot for Bill Belichick? I believe so. I believe so. Uh, 